From Pacifica Radio in San Francisco, this is Flashpoints. I'm Dennis Bernstein. Now, the virus that we're talking about having to do, you know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat. Uh, but uh, we have it so well under control. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Now, the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. And this is their new hoax. Well, uh, I think treatment, in many ways, might be more exciting. You know, we have thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that get better just by, you know, sitting around and even going to work. Some of them go to work, but they get better. You are an idiot! And welcome to the Election Crimes Bulletin. Joining us now is Greg Pallas, the best democracy money can buy, a regular contributor to Flashpoints and uh, a partner in our Election Crimes Bulletin. Greg Pallas, welcome back to Flashpoints now. Uh, this is the Election Crimes Bulletin in the context of the pandemic. Uh, now, people are concerned about one term of Donald Trump, if things don't go right and uh, there's this rush to vote by mail, this could turn into another tragedy and another Trump uh, term. You want to talk a little bit about this, Greg? Welcome back. Uh, thank you, Dennis, and uh, um, happy uh, Poetry Month. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the okay, so it's clear that the virus has voted for uh, Trump already. Uh, we've had now mail-in mania uh, hit the Democratic Party, and I agree that there may be no choice. Uh, our choice may be vote by mail or die. Uh, but I want to tell you that vote by mail is, as Barbara Arnwine, Professor Arnwine, who is really the, the best voting rights attorney in America, said, this will be a disaster for the black community, which generally only has, and the Hispanic, uh, African-American, Asian-American communities, young people are about 5% mail-in voting. It's not what they do. This is the Republican form of voting. Um, and here's the deal. What they don't tell you, what Amy Klobuchar, who has her bill out, and, and it has some positive things, what she doesn't tell you is that the, according to the Elections Assistance Commission, this is official 512,696 mail-in ballots were rejected by, um, were never counted. Now that's the, the tip of the ballotberg of uncounted ballots. Um, Charles Stewart of MIT led a big investigation called um, uh, Votes Lost in the Mail by MIT and Caltech, which showed 22% of mail-in votes go astray, never get counted. That's 22%. If we go to 80% mail-in voting, 25 million ballots will be lost, overwhelmingly young and minority ballots, overwhelmingly. And uh, let me give you some of the problems here. In six states, including this, the ultra-swing state of Wisconsin, you needed to have a witness signature. And in some states, that's gotta, you got to make sure it's your witness who you invite into your home to break the quarantine. Can you imagine? All over the country, six states, wow. that you have to have a witness sign your ballot. It's, it's literally going to kill people 
to vote. They will die voting to get that witness signature. That's nothing compared to states um, like Alabama, which require you to notarize your mail-in ballot. Notarize it, okay? Uh, though you can substitute in Alabama two witnesses. You can see where this is heading. Um, in uh, So you have, again, uh, 25 million ballots projected to be lost if we go to 80 percent uh, mail-in. But the whole idea of witnessing ballots is insane uh, anyway, and most states don't do it. The other is that you, you have, uh, in, in, for example, Ohio. One of the reasons why Ohio flipped from Obama to uh, Trump, went from uh, blue to red, the state of Ohio, is that the Republican Secretary of State refused to mail out one million 39,000 requests for mail-in ballots. He just wouldn't said you can't get a ballot. And that's if you are on his inactive list. You know, you're an in, what he considers an inactive voter. And uh, he admitted that the, uh, uh, the current Secretary of State admit that the list is at least 22%, uh, excuse me, 20% wrong in terms of inactive voters. Those lists are two to one Democratic. In the state of Wisconsin and other places, you have to, especially your first-time voter, mail in your ID. Not, and not only that, but if you're a University of Wisconsin student and you mail in a copy of your student ID because you have to have a state photo ID, well, your ballot's going to be tossed in the garbage because Wisconsin student state photo IDs do not count as Wisconsin state ID for voting. The only way you can get that ID if you're a student is go to the dean of students' office and get a new ID. Remember, this is an ultra-swing state. 20, Trump won it by 22,000 votes. You and there are a lot of students exchange. there. Well, no, they, no, there are no students there. They sent all 182,000 with the University of Wisconsin students home, and there is no dean of students' office well, to give you that right. new ID. So basically, this is an, an addition. There have been mass purges, Dennis, Seven. 15 million people have been purged by states in the last uh, two years. And um, the state of Wisconsin, I was in Milwaukee just before uh, it was shut down. They had a mass purge. Uh, there, the, the, um, uh, the Wisconsin uh, state uh, legislature has ordered the purge of 232,000 people on a list of people who supposedly moved. It includes, by the way, the um, uh, uh, Susquana Taylor. Now, Susquana is um, she's a black woman, so you expect her to be on one of these purge lists. But they said she left the county of Milwaukee, which seems odd because she is a county supervisor of Milwaukee. The, but she won't be able to vote because if she asks for a vote, they won't send it to her if she gets purged per the legislature's order. By the way, if you're wondering why Wisconsin's going ahead madly with this vote, it's because um, the, while it's a primary for the Democrats, it is the general election for the Wisconsin State Supreme Court, a cesspool of partisan nudniks who are going to hear the case on whether these people like Susquana Taylor should be purged. And so the Democrats have been trying to get um, – Real judges instead of partisan hacks onto that state supreme court, and so the but the um, the legislature is forcing this election, which by the way is going to kill people. I mean, it's literally going to kill people so that they can get 
keep their Republican state Supreme Court. So all over the country, we're going to have massive problems with minority voters. And one, and I could go on, but I want to hit one final point on this, which is that in the African-American communities, according to Mike Wychocki, one of the great mail ex, uh, mailing experts of our, uh, in America, he said about 4 to 20 percent of, of, of uh, messages to voters from the government go astray. And he said the 20 percent is in urban rental areas. You move, you're not supposed to lose your vote if you move down the street. But if you have moved, you're not going to get that mail-in ballot. You're not going to get the request for a mail-in ballot. Um, you know, do you want a mail-in ballot or any of that? So you're going to have people who never get their ballots, millions according to MIT, about, you know, a huge number of the people who request a mail-in ballot never get them or never get them in time to return them. And, it, and it's extreme in urban areas and also among students, you know, move dorm rooms or apartments, et cetera. So basically, Democratic voters um, get demolished in, a, in an all-mail-in election. And this is sort of uh, an action that's invisible. Uh, and uh, my impression that uh, they're the, the Democrats are really cheerleading as this is a step in the right direction of democracy, but it does seem, Greg, that it's just one more layer uh, on this uh, uh, this attempt to discredit, undermine, and disenfranchise progressive voters and voters of color. So this is a layer upon layer of undermining uh, this right to vote that many, many, many black people and their their grandfathers died uh, to to bring about the terrible situation. Yes. In fact, you know, I, you know, look, Amy Klobuchar's bill has a few good things, but but here's one of the problems. Like, for example, she did not address this issue of needing a witness to send in your mail-in vote, even though her own state requires a witness. But, you know, she doesn't have a problem. Her ballot's handed to her in Washington by her uh, assistants with their gloves. They sign off as a witness. She doesn't even think about the, what happens to, um, to black folk and poor folk and students. Do they get those ballots, et cetera? So uh, no, nothing in her bill does much to uh, help protect. I mean, she does have something in there to um, money in her bill would uh, help the post office fight the Russians mailing in ballots. I'm not making that up, by the way. So she's concerned about the Russians, but not about African Americans in Minneapolis, okay, and, and students. You know, that that's not in her, uh, in the issue. She doesn't have anything about not having to mail in ID. The whole voter ID thing is ridiculous to begin with. All of these things like witnessing, notarizing, sending in IDs, um, not sending ballots to people on the inactive list, all this is to prevent uh, voter fraud. That's what the Republicans claim, and too many Democrats go along with this. But Rutgers professor Lorraine Minetti checked the records for 12 years of voting. That's over a billion ballots cast nationwide. And she found um, six cases of voter impersonation. That's both by mail and in person. Six cases out of a billion wow. ballots. In fact, um, it was the Election Law Journal has a good line. They said they they um, 
they studied and they said the proportion of the population reporting voter impersonation is indistinguishable from that reporting abduction by extraterrestrials. So nothing's being done to protect the votes, the mail-in vote, and we may have to do it. California is a mostly mail-in state, as you know. Oregon's a completely mail-in state. But I gotta tell you, the three mail-in states, Oregon, Washington, and Colorado, who, by the way, have some of the cleanest voting systems in America, but they also have, those are the three states with the highest number of uncounted ballots in America. Oregon, Washington, Colorado, the only three states that to this day have been mail-in only states. So, and whose votes are lost? According to uh, a Caltech study, it's about, it's um, your chance of losing your vote if you're African-American or young and young is about six times that if you're an older white person, that, that your ballot will be disqualified for some reason. This is, this is going to be, a, basically the virus is voting for Trump unless we take steps, and some of it, frankly, may be as simple as understanding how this system will be working and doing our best to, um, uh, you know, to uh, organize and fight against it. Um, you know, obviously we lose souls to the polls day where people, you know, where the African-American community goes from the church to the polls. They can't go to the church. Um, in, in Atlanta, I found one church where they're doing souls to the post where they would all fill out their mail-in ballots. But you have to understand, mail-in ballots, you have to fill out all kinds of stuff on the outside. In Ohio, you have to have a request for a mail-in ballot which, which says driver's license number. Now, if you don't have a driver's license, and you leave that blank, you lose your ballot. You wow. lose your ballot. Wow. You have to put no driver's license. I mean, it's, it's All right. ma- this push is mad. Mad. It's amazing. It's amazing. Greg, we're going to, obviously, we're going to stay with this and uh, watch this unfold. We're out of time. So much going on today. Uh, but I wanted to get this story in. I mean, it's not a direct pandemic story, but it has everything to do with what's going to happen uh, and how we could end up with uh, uh, this ignoramus uh, who is, makes uh, Jack the Ripper look like uh, Mother Teresa. Anyway, we're going to leave it right there. Uh, thanks, Greg Palast. Uh, Greg Palast, the best democracy money can buy. Check him out at gregpalast.com. Thanks, Greg. We'll have the story up shortly. Thanks. Bye. That wraps it up for another edition of Flashpoints. Our executive producer is Dennis Bernstein. Our roving producer and producer of Flashpoints in Espanol is Miguel Gavilan Molina. Our technical director is Mike Biggs. For more information about the show, to listen to or download archived episodes, log on to flashpoints.net or visit our SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com forward slash flashpoints. For questions or comments about Flashpoints, you can contact Dennis at DennisJBernstein at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.